0: Hello, I am Steve, your pilot for the journey to the Retronauts Holiday Space Cabin, now located in space. I am obligated to inform you this space journey may affect the following body parts. Face, head, brain, brain, neck, brain. Thanks for listening, I hope we can be friends. Blasting off in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off. Escaped. Accessing Napster protocol. Space cabin approaching. Darking. 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 We are now docked. Enjoy your stay. Please tell Master I miss you. <laughs>
1: Oh hello there, so glad you could make it back. Welcome once again to my holiday space cabin in space for yet another Retronauts holiday special. Unfortunately, this year we had to relocate from parts unknown to our current address in deep space due to security concerns. I mean, as you know, we've had a bit of a wolf problem. And as the war on Christmas rages on below and wild wolves continue their reign of terror on podcast guests, I'm safe up here as long as the oxygen holds out. But with a two-week supply of Nog-flavored Soylent and several hundred unplayed copies of Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium on DVD, that's the full-frame edition, by the way, I'll be sitting pretty until New Year's Eve. Oh, that must be this year's special guest. Hey, guys, come on in. Make sure you wipe your feet on the space rug. How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming out. Hey. (laughs) Better it's space. Uh, Michael was supposed to come, but his last transmission said, uh, "Tell my li- tell my wife I like her very much." I think he might just say love. That was kind of tragic.
2: She's aware,
1: and then nothing. So that was kind of rude. So thanks yeah. for coming out again. I know normally every winter I have people come out to my cabin in parts unknown. Uh, you know the war on Christmas is going on, so I have to go to a much more secluded location. True. So here we are in space. Mm-hmm where um, emulation is legal. That's true. Mm-hmm. You don't have to delete your ROMs after 40, 48 hours, I think it is. But yeah, I mean, there's only so much oxygen in this cabin so you'll have to leave immediately afterwards because I've only banked for enough oxygen to get me through New Year's, maybe. Okay. I may stay up here and die. I'm not sure. It depends on what happens on Earth. If Christmas <laughs> loses, then I'm staying. This will be my space tomb.
3: I'll have to be as i qui- be as quiet as possible to use <laughs> this little air.
1: As quiet as a pan, Henry. So, today we're going to be talking about, as we have for the past few uh, Christmas specials, we're going to be talking about a Christmas Related entertainment, and uh, it's not very entertaining. But today's <laughs> episode is going to be about Christmas Comes to Pac-Land. It is a holiday special which aired in 1982, a special of the Pac-Man animated series. And before I start, I want to ask you guys: like, um what is your familiarity with this, if you have any, or with the Pac-Man well, cartoon in general?
2: I vaguely remember the cartoon, it would have been. A I would. I was too young, right? I would have been like.
1: I at, definitely didn't watch it on Saturday mm, mornings. Yeah, no. it,
2: like I found it later and remember, like, yeah, wow, a Pac Man. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I just didn't. I, when when you couldn't tell yourself that something was bad, but you just became unenthused for it. Th- <laughs> yeah, this aired on Bob's uh, Little Bob's First Christmas. Did it? <laughs> yeah, oh yes, too, my yeah. first Christmas. Well, Christmas so of '82.
3: I, you know, I'm. I should plug
2: it. I did review it for a Cartoon Christmas. Mm-hmm. So this is my right. second viewing in five in years, a critical and forefront. I am upset with you. I do uh, have
1: Christmas on because he is the foremost uh, Christmas holiday cartoon special expert. And I have bad news for you, I think. Mm. What's that? I think this is the last... Video game cartoon spe- Christmas special you have. I think I've done them all now. I, I uh, maybe there, there's an Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. There might be um, an Earthworm Jim one. Okay, but but it, but I that don't could think be so. a good cartoon. I don't want to make fun of Earthworm Jim. But okay,
3: so I uh, I'm stereotypically known as the Mario fanboy mm. to retro announce listeners. But before I love Mario, Pac Man was my favorite character mm. because mm. it was I think the first the first game I remember ever seeing. Like I'm sure. People in our age group will remember going to a pizzeria or whatever the first time and seeing the Pac-Man machine and just grabbing the joystick, yeah. not even having a quarter, but just like I can pretend I'm playing. I, I, I found that the just magical
2: the Pac-Man machine at uh, the Tallahassee Mall Putt Putt. If you need it as hard as you could in the coin slot, you mm-hmm. could just get a free play. You'd hear like wow. coins <laughs> drop down and. and Hit the trip or whatever.
3: And and so whenever this would come on on like when the Pac Man series would come on, you know, USA Cartoon 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 Express, Express. I was so excited. I was like, It's the colorful world of Pac-Man. I love it. And Mm. look, I knew it wasn't good then too, but I liked it. I also liked the Smurfs back then. I was very into
2: that special is even worse. Yes. It's even worse. But the the criticism I make of all these, it feels not necessarily like not just like a first draft. Uh. animated to life. It feels like animated improv.
1: Yeah. Because nothing happens. Every scene is like, yeah, this will kill some time. This will kill some time. This will kill
2: two minutes. Let's do this The first ten minutes of this are meaningless. Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) Uh, I do want to talk about my relationship with this cartoon because I love cartoons Mm. from a young age. I was attached to them that carried that that stuck with me until adulthood. But from a very young age, I was paying attention to, you know, who was making the cartoons, who mm. was voice acting on the cartoons. And I came to hate Hanna-Barbera cartoons. I didn't mm. know they were old yeah. until mm. much later. But I'm like, there's something
2: about these that they're just cheap and awful and fill me with this ennui as a child. They're slow. They're And they, they're not funny. And sometimes to prove they're not funny, they added laugh tracks to their cartoons. Yes, to be, oh. as, as if to uh, say, there are jokes here. Which is more confusing if you're a kid. Like, yeah. Why am I hearing other people laughing at the cartoon?
1: I think I asked my mom that a few times, and she tried to tell me, like, who's laughing at Fred Flintstone? Yes.
2: Is there a studio audience in the Scooby-Doo haunted house? That's yeah. impossible.
1: And it's important to point out that, like, when when all of us grew up, uh, cartoons got better as we entered our pubescent years. But mm-hmm. when we were really little kids, I think, that was basically the worst cartoons that had ever been on TV, yep. and Hanna-Barbera was just, like, the filler for daytime well, TV. Just, like, there were... There was, the endless hours of hannah Barbera shows that could just be spread out mm. all throughout your usa cartoon expresses well, that, and everything like i that. mean it was all about producing in bulk for
3: tv like they just they, if you were on saturday morning for four years and you had enough episodes to syndicate so you just hit a number yeah. and you just uh it wasn't until disney got involved in afternoon programming that things took a step up but even then you know on cartoon network or even tbs before that Turner bought the Hanna Barbera library just to play it it. it into the ground. Like, and just to play it all day. And then eventually they worked their way up to original programming, and now. Cartoon Network has been around so long, they don't even need to show its first original programming anymore. They're like, we've aired that into the ground. Or this was from 2003. That's too old.
2: uh, Again, I didn't wait in line for concert tickets or pre-order games. (laughs) I was really excited about channels on my TV box waiting outside Comcast for Comedy Central and then later Cartoon Network. Mm. And I got it to turn it on. And they finally turned Cartoon Network on at like 1230 at night. And what's playing? Wait till your father gets home. <laughs> yes. The animated yes. sitcom that just begins with like kind of a rape joke in the, yeah, in the intro. Uh, yeah. I believe the daughter comes home uh, beaten, mangled. Up, yes, yeah. mangled, mangled from a date.
1: Yeah. And he's
3: very mad, and he's very mad at her for letting that happen <laughs> to her. And Such uh, a
2: progressive show. And, but well, I'll get I'll give this whatever credit I can for the Pac-Man cartoon was huge, as far as I read. Yes, mm-hmm. Pac-Man was huge. Pac-Man and, uh, was so big, and this is because I, I did a cartoon there's like a hundred christmas specials that i wrote about and i did mm. play fast and loose with what makes a christmas special sonic christmas blast wasn't so much a special it aired in a regular time slot that's true this, this aired prime time and it has so a prime a time deal. budget too yeah. uh okay
1: so like Hanna Barbera is trash there are <laughs> there are lower levels of trash i mean filmation is worse as henry and i were talking about earlier mm-hmm.
3: there's way worse yeah like that's that was what helps this in its estimation is just like it's above it's above absolute garbage. Yes,
1: and this has a higher budget. It's basically like studio ghibli compared to Hanna Barbera's normal output, which means there's like effects like there's snow falling and like the backgrounds look a little nicer and the animation is a little bit nicer. But it's there's still more than one camera angle. Yes, <laughs> yes, but it still has that Hanna Barbera lack of uh, charm, lack of polish that really is just uh, a trademark
2: of their work on TV forever yeah. until they turned it around with Cartoon it's, Network stuff. I think. I think it's it's telling and, and, and beautiful in a way because I didn't grow up hating hanna Barbera because it was just all we had. Yeah. But they're gone like it just doesn't like Boomer there's, on the wiki page for this says it still year, airs every year on Boomerang I'm like no Boomerang doesn't air this garbage I'm kind mm-hmm. of they would glad never
1: actually because when I was growing up in, in the 90s mm-hmm. and I've been on a lot of podcasts about this when mm-hmm. cartoons were experiencing a kind of renaissance and mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg was getting involved and budgets were going up and live orchestras were being used for music and everything was just great there was a period when baby boomers our parents were like hey guys Yogi Bear and Huckleberry Hound aren't they great and it's just like you watch it and you're like there's 10 drawings in this <laughs> and, and these are imitations of people i don't know
2: i really don't understand like scooby is the one that's managed to to Keep its whole, yeah. Like it's I, remade every year in a new in, new incarnation. And I feel like I, I think I read about this. There, there is a there's a value in Scooby Doo
1: because it gives kids empowerment to be like these scary things aren't scary. Mm-hmm. We're going to uh, take the masks off, and you're going to be on this on this team side, and you get over that? your fears of monsters. The and Flintstones. Stuff.
2: These dinosaurs aren't vicious uh, carnivores. They're actually blue collar
1: <laughs> household appliances. Well,
0: the,
3: at least in at least in Scooby Doo, you've got the easily, constantly, endlessly repeatable mm. uh, detective story, which you right. can do. It, it is a pulpy detective True. thing in its own way. Well, meanwhile, like the Jetsons is just like
2: a, a guy at work, and it sucks to be at work with all these things. But we will say the Jetsons, that is like the pinnacle of Hanna-Barbera design. I do love certain mm-hmm. aspects of their design. I love the way the Flintstones world looks and the colors that they use. Yeah, like the designs are great, mm-hmm. and the colors are great, and sometimes
1: the animation can be fun, but mm-hmm. the writing is just... It's yeah. all. it's now,
2: it, the writing is to service like they're just gonna talk back and forth right
0: yeah okay
3: well <laughs> and now uh, our old coworker Dan Amrick, mm-hmm. he is a little older than us mm-hmm. and uh, now works at Ubisoft and he talked I remember years ago talking about how he remembers he was a kid when Pac Man was yeah, new the Pac Man cartoon was new and how we, with him and his friends at least it was advertised like it was a big deal that. NBC, ABC, whichever network
2: got it, it was NBC. They were like, so. they, They're got,
3: they got Pac-Man in the morning. They got Saturday morning Pac-Man. This is the biggest deal ever.
2: <laughs> yeah, it had to be real exciting. And This is the first video game TV
1: show adaptation, I believe. It's true. Let's get into the uh, background info on the show. I only included this because there's nothing to talk about in the actual episode. <laughs> uh, we'll, see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think there's a lot of hay to be made of the bad writing. but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's the first American cartoon to be based on a video game. If I had to guess, Japan probably had a video game yeah. cartoon before this. They would have to mm. i feel like they cared more about that in the
3: Well, yeah from well let's say space invaders in what 78 yeah to this in 82 they must have made something it just
2: it, it's maybe there was some animation for a commercial but most arcade machines never got a commercial mm. of any kind yeah i mean because you would just see
1: them. You wouldn't yeah. have to... Uh, you couldn't necessarily buy one or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but I do...
2: like Some of the coolest animation ever to come out of Japan in the 80s is advertising video games. Yes, mm-hmm. go look up mm-hmm.
1: Japanese commercials for like every Nintendo game. They're often like Claymation. Dude, like Trojan. And, uh, <laughs> Capcom's Trojan has beaut- exquisite animation in the commercial. Just like how the cover art was better, usually. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, series debuted on September 25th, 1982 and ran for 44
2: episodes across two seasons on ABC... And That's, uh, dude, that, but that is Hanna Barbera's "Hit It and Quit It." like before everybody knows how shitty this is Yeah, we will get ca- two seasons and we'll sell our next show yeah. dude the next. Jetsons is two seasons Yeah, one made in the 60s one
1: made in the 80s yeah with the help and, of John w- Crick Crickfalusi yeah like and you
3: can see the Flintstones runs out of gas
2: real, real hard. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what if season? the
1: uh, Munsters were here yeah, yeah. They,
2: they changed the titles of the shows and repackaged them to sell them to people because they're that desperate for animation they skated by on like an overall desperation for yeah. these cartoons I mean the, the way that we saw it was the garbage dump it was the
1: uh, USA Cartoon <laughs> Express it's an uh, absolute just waste, like a TV wasteland of the worst cartoons. Was there anything redeemable well, on
3: that? They the cheapest stuff. Calliope.
1: Calliope.
2: It only because yeah. some independent well, animation. Like they didn't
3: have Transformers. They had GoBots.
1: Yeah. They had
3: GoBots and just like every... So many Smurfs.
2: How many How many Canterbury Bear cartoons storing a talking car? At least three. Mm. There has to be a There's the choppers. Buggy, but as, a buggy, kid, yeah. and as
3: a kid, I was like, all right, they took all the Smurfs. No yeah. Smurfs on my Nickelodeon. I'm going to watch old Looney Tunes that are about World War II. Yeah. I did have that in memory. Something
2: relevant. That I never brought up. When we got cable, I think, in 86, the first thing I saw was Looney Tunes. So I think it was mind-blowing to see Looney Tunes in the middle of the day.
1: That was like the good filler of TV. Yeah. Not like it the really bad was. filler of the hand yeah. by cartoons. So... Uh, my analogy I use is Pac-Man was basically like the minions of the early eighties in which, uh, he was yellow, of course, in a Mm -hmm. character, but he was everywhere. He was on merchandise. Mm -hmm. He was on uh, TV. He was in food. He was just a, an omnipresent mascot for a thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you could not escape him. I mean, it was like mad magazine had issues on, on Pac-Man. It was was Pac-Man fever. Oh, whoa. I wouldn't go that far, Henry. It's a very serious condition. Sorry. (laughs) My father died from that. But, uh, Reagan publicly condemned Pac-Man. And all... No, you didn't. I never have. Uh, Jerry Falwell came out and said uh, he was a homosexual. <laughs> oh, that's uh, yes. why they had to
2: big Miss Pac-Man.
1: <laughs> so uh, this was developed by a little guy named Jeffrey Scott. And this episode is written by him. And you might remember his name if you go back to our Captain N episode. Uh, because he wrote for the worst television cartoons yeah. ever. This guy has
2: a niche. He the Muppet Babies.
1: It's yes, he helped develop that at least. I, I feel like the Muppets really carried that. He didn't do much heavy mm-hmm. lifting. But... He was basically the sole writer for several TV shows. Um, wow. We do a show called Talking Simpsons, of course, oh, yes. and we talk about how there's a credited writer, but it's actually like the he writes the story. It goes through a writer's room. They punch it up. Maybe there's more than one writer's room. There's a lot of work put into this. With shows like this, one guy writes 13 episodes, and I'm sure there's no second draft. Yeah. There's no, like, uh, should you, should, could this be a little be, a bit better? I like, mean, what's Pac-Man doing in this scene? No, it's just like, oh, content. You gave
2: us content. I'll yeah. put this on TV. let
3: we'll put a storyboard together, ship it to Korea, and move on to the next one. Yeah.
2: Reuse Anna. Part of what made Hanna-Barbera work is the pipeline that it created. I think that's, if, if yeah. anything, that's what they'll be remembered for. And there's clearly no time for rewrites or going, uh, breaking a script. It doesn't well, it's happen. it's just for
3: children anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah.
2: Who cares? And I that, love that, that The Simpsons mm. does share one voice actor in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, uh, we'll get to
1: that. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I mean, because we talk about, again, we mentioned the 90s renaissance. It's like Two. even, we what's card. that? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like when I was a kid, you could tell when a, when a cartoon respected you, mm-hmm. when a cartoon was not talking down to you, and these were just like, who cares? We're gonna fill time. If I can make a good joke out of this, it'll happen, but if not, here's like 20 minutes. Just mm-hmm. watch it. It On TV. Well, and
3: they just retell the same stories. They're like, hey, this was that episode of uh, uh, Josie and the Pussycats we did fine, it's mm-hmm. a Scooby-Doo now. Yeah. Like,
1: we'll just do it again. File well, up the serial numbers, it's or, now a new show. <laughs> or let's send them into space this time, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh, Jeffrey Scott, I want to say he started uh, his career, his illustrious career, that he's it's still going strong. He's in the yeah. 60s and still writing. He started in 1976 wow. as the story editor, it's kind of the lowest totem pole, rung on the totem pole, for the Dino Mutt cartoon. <laughs> uh, and that's <laughs> his, and the same thing, his legacy. Just, what a dog with a guy. lost the life yeah. to crypto. Yeah. Yeah. And let's that's why the- I love Love Harvey Birdman it just it just <laughs> took the piss out of every one of these bad cartoons yeah. mm-hmm.
2: that's 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 Oddly enough, if these things are remembered at all in 20 years, yeah. it'll be for Harvey Birdman. Well, Bird Man,
1: so
3: Birdman got to tear apart everybody that no one cared about. Yeah. And that's why they're like, yeah. well, they could reference Aquaman, but you will never see Aquaman on this. Because somebody in DC was like, no, no, no. I am not going to allow this show to make fun of Aquaman. But Peter Potamus is a character. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> oh, no, make Peter Potamus
1: a sexual deviant. take <laughs> <God. laughs> <laughs> like, do, do that. That's fine. Yeah, actually, Harvey Birdman was, like, the legend for me to understand why the Jetsons was supposed to be funny. Because in that episode, it's like, oh, I get it. It, it was a joke because they had a push-button life, but they still complained about modern-day, you know, inconveniences. But their lives were easy. That was the joke. I wow. never got that. That was the joke they were telling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in 26 episodes. That's but
2: awesome. I like the
3: Azul Falcon was, uh, yeah. like, yeah. this uh, Latin Lothario on the
2: show. Big Falcon but, deal. <laughs> Jeffrey Scott re- somewhat recently wrote The Dragon Age straight-to-DVD movie. That's really? how long he's been involved with video game writing. I have to assume his uh, talents grew as the expectations did. At least I hope. I feel like I know people at EA, and you don't see... This guy wrote a pac-man screenplay <laughs> like.
1: get him out of here <laughs> Yes. so the really? music, I want to point out the music in this uh, show is uh, produced by a man named Hoyt Curtin mm-hmm. who basically mm-hmm. wrote every hanna Barbera catchy song, like the Flintstone oh. song like the mm-hmm. Pac-Land song mm-hmm. that we have here we can play us a little bit of it for you Indeed. on the console
2: Christmas version so that's written
1: by the guy who wrote the Flintstones theme song. Wow. Um, and that's the same song you hear in the video game Packland, mm-hmm. which is taken directly from this cartoon. So that's all I have to say about him. But he did write a lot of the great Hanna-Barbera theme songs, kind of like the saving grace of a lot of them. They for at least real. had good theme songs.
3: Yeah. That's what everyone really remembers, is they yeah. sing the theme song, mm-hmm. and then their brain shuts off for what came
2: yeah. after the theme song. When and uh, realm you do. I can mm-hmm. even sing the bad ones. Yes. Like I still remember them. I do love the original Scooby-Doo song. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, like a one?
1: fun beach rock, the Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. a groovy beach rock song it has nothing to do with the mystery show but it's it's <laughs> no, fun no,
3: i could have them all memorized because i listened to the saturday morning covers album that's I, awesome as a kid
1: but
2: I, well, I also i just love that scooby-doo is still holds up mm. but those characters all look like just where they came from yes. like they, they don't change They're and exactly no one seems to, to mind yeah
3: so like that's and uh, but that pac-man theme i'll give them credit too because like he had eight sounds from Pac-Man yeah. to go on. Like, Pac-Man doesn't have... It has a tiny bit of music, like 12 seconds I mean, do, yeah. do, 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 do. this episode is yeah.
2: the only... <laughs> I, the only episode I have in my memory bank. I've made had to make too much room for other things. Mm-hmm. But this story the w- I know they didn't have a lot to work with with Pac-Man but this, the world they make up around Pac-Man is so <laughs> obnoxious I cannot stand Does it doesn't it. make
1: any sense and that's one thing Chris um, I was watching this and I don't I have not I have no memories of the cartoon mm-hmm. I know I watched it and didn't like it very much but it's like I feel like they had so little to grab onto they had to make sure they stuck it in as much as possible yeah. like so much of these uh, these minutes I watch is about like okay we need the power pellets we need the ghosts we need to mention chomping that's the, all we have the economy
2: <laughs> based around chomping. As yes. if it's something everybody seeks to do. It's what everybody lives to do. Well,
1: to chomp. chomp. There's, a, there's a belief in this show that the word chomp is funny inherently. Yeah. So it's like, let's uh let's say let's replace a word with chomp, replace I, a word with power pellets. That's a joke. I think oh. sure. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes, sir. My kid's a real chomp off the old block. <laughs> Come on, Patty. Let's take Patty. <laughs> Maybe for a toboggan ride.
2: Remember how much trouble George W. Bush got in for saying Packy? So, yes, that's right. one thing, yeah. <laughs> if
3: you're not in America, if you're in, say, Europe or the UK, that was just
2: a slur that was just said there. <laughs> that's what uh, Pepper, or Miss Pac-Man, yes. calls Pac-Man. It is a slur for uh, someone of Arab descent, I'm should, guessing. Pac- Pac-Man in the show who should be called... Uh, uh, Drunky Machang Smoke. Yes. Uh, like, what an uh, odd choice. Henry, uh, who's
1: he played by? Marty Ingalls. Mm. And I, I assumed he was more famous. He's, he's mostly known as the guy who married Shirley Jones of the Partridge <laughs> family. But... Uh, <laughs> He was in the sitcom. Um, I'm Dickens. He's Fenster. <laughs> uh, which that's my favorite I, Fresh Prince album. Mm-hmm. I, at least Fenster. thats a real name, I guess. But um, astoundingly, he was only—he was only 46 recording this role. He wow. sounds
2: like he's on—he's in an iron lung recording this this dialogue. If, I don't know if you know more about him. I thought he was—he was, a, he was a, kind of a famous DJ. So people knew his voice. Mm. Well, and- I think he also feels like one of those, Just I
3: was on a sitcom in the 60s, mm. and then I appeared on game shows on the 70s. I was a professional uh, personality like mm. um, uh, Paul Lind, perhaps. Yeah, it's like
2: it's a- so old that like, on that this show has no like cover art. Other than like the production stills, which is just him standing next to Pac-Man cutout. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he could yeah, But if you look at his that. IMDB, he died last year. Mm, yeah, but recently. his IMDB page looks like a goddamn ghost. <laughs> don't look it up over pressure. Well you.
1: that
3: Marty but I like the casting of Marty Ingalls. That also feels like them moving slightly above their station because they could stunt cast with C listers mm-hmm. sometimes, or other times it'd just be like well, yeah, we got Casey Kasem. We don't like, we got Fre- Casey Kasem. We got Fred, uh, uh, the voice of Fre- uh, Frank Welker. Frank Welker, yeah. Uh, we don't need other people. We don't need a famous person. But then, say, in the eighth year of the Smurfs, they hire uh, what uh, the guy who played Mork's son on... Uh, Jonathan Winters. Jonathan Winters. Yeah. there Jonathan
0: they Winters
2: did? to play Grandpa Smurf. Really? He who plays has Papa a Smurf in the movies? He did. Wow, R. I didn't know R. that. Yeah. He doubled. Well, up you know, he went to the. Sh- he was connected with the show. I can't believe I care this much about the
3: Smurfs. <laughs> I don't. But this is like weak saw Smurfs too. Like Blackland really is, is yeah. a Smurf village, and Chomp is a replacement for Smurf. Smurf and yeah. power pellets are Smurf berries. Yeah, but it's they, the they also,
2: if you listen to the ghost, that's all anybody cares. That's what they do. That's their job. Their job is to bite things. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny We need, need to figure out the
1: economy of this I world because it. I have several questions. it Doesn't make any sense. I have a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to jump. Unpack them every day.
1: <laughs> I think every generic cartoon voice is represented there.
4: <laughs> inky Blinky
1: uh, Clyde. Inky Blinky. Cl- Pinky, Clyde, and Sue—it's Sue. Uh, five of them. That's one thing I want to point out. Like uh, this, this named the ghost one thing. Mm-hmm. The American arcade game named it another thing. The Japanese arcade game named it one thing. Yeah, and I should point out too—not uh, surprising to anybody—in the credits, no one is no one Japanese is credited for creating <laughs> Pac-Man. Yes. No, no, no one American is credited for. Uh, cre- uh, sorry, no one American is credited for creating Pac-Man. There's no Pac-Man created by. We all know Manco, that guy from Midway. Pixels. Yeah, it's just like should people know about this? But yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. I think. Uh, well, first off, that first clip of like the ice Pac-Man yeah. that pissed me off from the beginning as somebody who wonders how the world works because, like, the kid, how
1: did Pac-Baby create a giant ice Pac-Man? It Yes, uh, doesn't make sense. So to set it's this all up. Uh, to set this all up, you can watch this entire thing on Daily Motion. You should
2: <laughs> pause this. Nobody will care. You might get arrested a little bit, but or it's it's available. It used to be available. Manufacture on demand from the Warner Archive, which oh is a God. program I like <laughs> for people who want to pay thirty dollars for a. Bl- a burn Do not disc.
1: waste the carbon emission <laughs> on a Pac-Man DVD. I will find you. Uh, uh, just watch it for free on Daily Motion. So, of course, we we get to uh, it's established we're in Pac Land. Santa Claus flies in, and oh, it's the eighties. So his list is on a computer now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, progress, everybody. How fancy? Yes, it
2: is. It is. We'll hear him in a bit, but like that. It's it's Frank Welker. And um, Frank Welker being our first Simpsons. Uh, That's tie-in. right. Yeah, he plays uh, Santa's Little Helper sometimes. And
3: most animals. Yeah. Almost every
2: animal. Like he every time you he hear
3: Santa's Little Helper. He is the perfect guy with animals. I hope he never dies. Yes. I've heard him play. Uh, I, I guess Megatron. No, Freddy is his most favorite.
2: Megatron on the on yeah, Transformers a is right. Slimer, right? Yeah. It's a, when, when you have a monkey or like, like an animal that doesn't use words, it's oh, yeah. usually a boo. Frank well, a a a boo. boo. He's yeah. a boo in Aladdin. Um, And like when I did a cartoon Christmas, he's Santa in almost everything for two decades. Wow. Uh, wish for Wings That Work, he's Santa. Like he's a, he's done a lot of Santa. And I thought, I really, I loved Epic Mickey for a lot of reasons. But the transition of Oswald getting Disney right. getting its first creation back and and I thought it as as a tribute to Frank Welker who normally plays secondary characters mm-hmm. they gave him Oswald like Oswald had a voice for the first time and it's Frank Welker that yeah. is that is like kind of a great it's a great gift to yeah. Oswald They're like this you get the import, best voice actor, voice actor and this yeah. voice actor that most people don't recognize but should cuz he's in everything yeah but Frank Welker, the, but the world of Pac
3: does <laughs> piss me off. Because, yes, yeah. So the ghosts, the ghosts. Oh want wait, Henry.
1: Cho- All right, uh, they're called ghost monsters. They mm. said it
3: so many times. Oh, <laughs> well, they also yeah. monsters behind the scenes. Was it they, a legal thing? Maybe like, someone's writing too this. Scary uh, to call it. They ghosts. do
2: have a boss who's not in the episode. They have a well, Gargamel. He'd mess it up because yes.
3: he would say. No, I want to murder Santa. Or why did you let Pac-Man get away? And well, I, just, I just complicate things too I think too it's much. to give
2: it the only thing that makes it a real Christmas special is the ending, and I think you can't Ugh. have that if you have a big bad in there. Yeah, yeah let's wait for that though. Yeah. But the but the, okay, so. I do have the pack power pellets because there's a scene where they start to
4: yeah we'll just start throwing snowballs at him, and they start throwing <laughs>
2: snowballs, and the idiot ghost picks up power pellets which apparently grow on trees uh, I'll but throw these at you <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's every it's really cartoon good. voice yeah. uh, but, <laughs> but like the ghost can't eat them
1: No, even though they're holding them, there are so many questions. Well, and they're everywhere, so they're
3: not a hot commodity. Like they can get a a ghost monster can get its hands on uh, power pellets all at once. But also, (laughs) there's no all pellets are empowering. There aren't average. There aren't ten point pellets in this world. There's only the power pellets that let you. True, as we
1: see, other things can eat them and get Mm -hmm. powers. Yeah, and also I have some. So this is what happens when you try to spin a narrative (laughs) over a, a, a of a game where you just eat dots and chase ghosts. Like, um, I am to understand there are five ghosts in this world, and when they are eaten, they just fly back home yes. and change back into their ghost outfits and come back out to chomp uh, pack people. Yeah, and getting <sighs> chomped uh, just makes you look tired.
2: Yes, like there's no real effect. So, like that was the the strangest part about watching this because, like, I never thought of the ghost trying to eat Pac-Man. I thought he could gain the ability to eat them to defend himself. Yeah, but they do. And they bite him, and like he he doesn't lose his skin like the ghosts do. Well, okay,
3: so touching—that's the thing they do. Okay, so wait—he <laughs> yeah, eats the power pellets, and power then they chop clip. all them. Yeah.
4: I wouldn't chomp us if I were you, Pac-Man. Haven't you read the new warning? This is awful. Caution. A ghost monster general has determined a chomping is hazardous to your health. Oh, yeah? Well, maybe you haven't read my new warning. It's right here.
2: Opens his mouth.
4: I I can't read the fine print. (laughs) In case you missed it, it says, never look a Pac-Man in the mouth. That's, again, that's Pac-Man.
2: Uh, Pac- that funny, yeah. But it's like if—if if, I guess the expectations that kids are looking forward to seeing Pac-Man bite things. You want
4: to
3: see? Well, they front-loaded <laughs> with that because uh, I think they also from a script writing perspective, I think mm-hmm. they front load it with the chomping because yeah. you're not going to get it at the end. Mm-hmm. They're used to like, oh, the it's episode ends point. with Pac-Man finally chomping the ghost. They can't do it this time, this time.
1: So they're going to give it to you early. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a cartoon built around chase sequences. You feel mm-hmm. like this is this is a H- Hanna-Barbera writer's dream. This is like yes. 60% filler <laughs> per episode guaranteed. The same run animation across the screen, just got yeah. to change out the background. We but don't, but don't have to change anything and we're perfectly in sync with the canon. My, my question <laughs> is, again, there are five ghosts in this world, yeah. and the government apparently grows uh, power pellets on ranches. There are there are like distribution centers where you can <laughs> grab them. It's like why are these ghosts not locked up in Ghost Taunemo Bay or something <laughs> indefinitely? Because <laughs> a, they seem like such a nuisance. Like why are they supporting this and, weird? Uh, they just have to kill you. Yeah,
2: times, but and not kill you. Bite well, you into submission. And that's okay. What do they get out of biting you? Nobody knows.
3: Even when I was a kid, that I watching this reminded me of why I was angry at it. That this is flashing forward a little bit. So, but when they chomp pac-man mm-hmm. it's what the show's built around of all the other episodes are like we can't let him chomp pac-man they imply that it is death but then when they all chomp him he's like well, i'm kind of tired yeah. he, he gets like,
2: gang chomped by yes. all five ghosts so is, is, is by he, the way he's touch- never chomped in uh, previous
3: episodes i you know and i'm You'd sure he assume. was but yeah. as i as a kid i thought i know in pac-man games he doesn't get chopped by ghosts touching a ghost yeah. is instant death and you turn inside out and disappear yeah
1: like he literally like just shrivels up into a nothing yes you're yeah.
3: dead but here five ghosts <laughs> chopping
0: at <laughs>
2: once I gotta sit down for a little bit <sighs> oh I'm so tired and so, so so Pac-Man has no effect when he's chomped but the ghosts like the games become just a floating set of eyes and it's the floating set of eyes ten ghost eyes floating through space end up killing Santa <laughs> I
0: think I think so. Where am I? You're in Pac-land.
4: Pac-Land. That's funny. I've been all over the world, and I don't remember hearing of Pac-Land. Gone
1: with
2: the Wind theme. Oh,
4: my, speaking of world, I must be way behind schedule. <laughs> I've got to get cracking.
2: It does sound like Pac-Man's accepting an Academy Award.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, okay, that's another thing. I
2: hate the Santa logic here. Yes, yeah.
3: okay, so this is a human Santa <laughs> who... Has never heard of pac before, but he knows everywhere.
2: He knows. He's been all over the world a billion times.
3: But And he doesn't like teleport in or teleport out. So... Pac-Land is on our Earth, but is, this is it just... Is in a nutshell, Nowhere? Man. Yeah. Like, at the very least, they'd be like, well, the snorks are underground, yeah. or the Smurfs are in this one part of a, of a forest You can't <laughs> They could have at least
2: been like, Santa went through a black hole uh, and doesn't know where he is. You've, d- you've written things. One more set of eyes yeah. Yeah. would have gotten rid of all this, like, all that l- these in- logical fallacies, but it didn't happen. And, and it, it, But it does, like, Pac-Man has to learn about Christmas, and this is like this line is in every hand of our bear. It really Christmas is. Like, Christmas, what's that? The elevator pitch? It's, exactly. <laughs> it's every one of these.
3: Thank you. Uh,
4: Miss Pac-Man, but you can call me Pepper. But say, who are you anyway? And what are you behind schedule for? You mean you really don't know? Why, I'm Santa Claus, and I'm late with my Christmas deliveries. Christmas? what's that you've never heard of christmas why it's the most wonderful time of the year it's the season of giving and receiving a time of peace on earth and goodwill towards man so christmas you- it sounds wonderful all right you have never had anything like that in Packland. So there's never been a Christmas in Packland,
2: pack a place with an economy and cars and homes mm-hmm. yeah. and snow and telephones. A Western civilization, <laughs> yes. as far as
1: it can seem. He conveniently leaves out the whole Christ uh, myth in that in that retelling. He's <laughs> like, there's something about God in here, but you know who runs this network? This is this airing <laughs> on TBN?
3: <laughs> but yeah, back in,
1: like in 82, by the way, the war on
3: Christmas back in 82, they still couldn't say Jesus yeah. on there. I, I'm and celebrating the holidays. Oh, <laughs> So you know it's a sign of a cheap cartoon when they don't draw all eight reindeer. It's
1: yeah, hard yeah. to draw. Boom! All high re- five. It's in my notes. That's yeah. the first thing I noticed because it's like this must be hell for every Dude. cheap cartoon. We gotta draw how many of these things? Well, nine actually. Yeah. Eight it's eight nine. But that's
2: there. I'm such a Christmas nerd. Rudolph is the ninth name reindeer. You have if you have Rudolph, you have to have Rudolph. reindeer. In front and then he has to be in front, and then eight behind him. Yes, that is it's God. It makes me so it's mad. It's really
3: hard to animate. Like I get I wonder it. Wonder who but got but dropped. Dixon. <laughs> Donna Dixon? Dixon. Well, yeah, Rudolph's the only one by name, right? I think yeah. they they only name him, and so Santa Claus is like kind of sick, but that's also Santa the, got a cold. But for like five, I was exposed days. to snow for five seconds. I looked <laughs> look, look well, like I Christmas canceled. I drove is the It works in reverse.
4: <laughs> I have a reverse. First cold, I'm Santa.
3: And and then he says like my sleigh is broken,
1: but the elves are off tonight. It's the one what? night they shouldn't be off. They, they should been... be on call, having their beepers on and everything. It's the uh, 80s, fuck The first time. First, like, first draft, first draft. God
3: damn it! Well, why can't this. yeah? It's just like, well, why can't the elves help him? Like because they're
1: it's their night off. The elves can't help him. All right, shut up. That was probably like Joe Barber chomping a cigarette or cigar. Yeah. Like, uh, how about the elves? Where are they? Uh, uh one more <laughs> sentence. They can't help me. They're they're
2: sick or something. Print, <laughs> give me another cucumber martini,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, he's
3: but he's sick. It, uh, in my memory of this episode, mm-hmm. it took place over days, not that like t- two hours at best, and it's mm-hmm. it was a lot higher stakes. Like it, it's basically the same as any number of the Yogi Bear specials, but they were an hour. Yeah. This was half an yeah. hour, and so we're it's all fun. And
2: even like you lack certain characters in this. I did like if you hear pac Baby is a uh, Rusie Taylor. Uh, uh, I, I just heard was. his Daisy dog, but it's Martin Prince. Yeah. Yeah, so that's two Simpsons. Simpsons voice casts here: Santa's Little Helper
1: and Martin Prince. And Baby Pack is sort of like the Greek chorus of this <laughs> uh, of this experience. And I by think. the way,
3: the Kitty Cat Sourpuss—that's who's voiced by Peter Cullen. I oh, knew wow! Somebody, I uh, knew Peter Cullen was on this, but I couldn't remember who. He's, he's Sourpuss, which like that shows you how early
2: Peter Cullen, aka Optimus Prime, was in his career. And for real Pac Man fans, the second season. Got a huge shakeup with like Pac Jr. and Super Pac, and like a bunch of other stuff that was added in the games that added in the second season. That's
3: right. He does become Super Pac in the
2: second season. They just needed more ideas, I think. Mm -hmm. It was just out of necessity. More
3: games that come out. They just had Pac Man and Miss Pac Man. Mm -hmm. And I think. They made up, I would bet they, they made, made up the backpack. nickname Pepper, because yeah. they're like, well, Pac-Man can't keep calling her Miss Pac-Man. He has yeah.
2: to
1: call her something else. But
2: I think she like, even says her name. Does imply she's not married? I, I think Santa bathing.
1: calls her Miss Pac-Man, or she's referred mm-hmm. to as Miss Pac-Man, maybe yeah. even by herself at some point. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, aren't you married with a child? Yeah. <laughs> so
3: she had to make up her name. They had to make up a name for her, but yeah. I don't feel like that's canonical. I also don't like that she has hair. I just want a <laughs> bow on her It's head.
1: weird. It's yeah. weird. I want a bald woman with a bow Yeah, that's what was so sexy about it. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: I though I'm also okay. I don't like the middle ground of of Pac Man's nose. I either want his crazy long Pinocchio nose from Pac Land, or mm. no nose. I
1: think Namco like really dolled up this character design, made it uh, made it like appealing instead of just a mm. weird
2: bright, like yellow
1: circle. Yeah. With,
2: well, except for the well, that the Tengen game is, yeah,
1: now, is very clearly the Hanna Barbera Pac Man. Yeah, with like well, he has a longer nose and a little red hat. On, I don't feather. think on
3: the No, no, in, on, on the, the d- cover for the Tengen Pac-Man Yeah, the oh. unofficial
1: Tengen yeah. I was thinking of the Tengen release Pac-Land for the NES no, 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 no
3: I loved, so that was another thing, I barely ever got to play Pac-Land, mm-hmm. so it was like a special treat if I went to a roller rink, yeah. they'd be like they got Pac-Land, because no place had Pac-Land No,
2: and then you uh, played it and you're like, uh, I'm okay
1: Yeah,
3: oh, this is <laughs> like Mario but worse, yeah, and,
2: it's one of the first game streams or solo episodes I ever heard from you it's the Pac-Land Well, one. Pac-Man <laughs> <laughs>
3: too that's one of my, like, also I was so excited for it
1: because it was basically in the world of this. Pac-Man Two is a thousand times better than this. Uh, like it, it's funnier. Number one, it cuts out all dialogue and it has Pac- great, yeah, great. It's like kind of like The Sims, but with Pac-Man.
3: Pac-Man just goes like, yeah,
1: and he always yells at you, and you can abuse him and uh, freak him out and get him totally messed up on uh, juice berries. I don't know. So
3: Christmas <laughs> is almost canceled. Yeah. So and Pe- uh, Pac-Man has to go out
2: in the freezing cold
3: with his uh, Chomp dog. <laughs> it's true. But his name is Chomp. <laughs> Chomp, I, had to chomp, get, chomp. I had to
2: get this, this more chomping. Come on, let's quit wasting time and chomp on his bones. Whoa. Pretty dark.
3: Sue. Pretty dark. I like Sue's smoky voice. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: it's like Patty and or Selma. But yeah, they have to save Christmas.
4: Looks like we saved Christmas for you. Oh, wait
2: a raw. second. This is when they the show is over. <laughs> they recovered the bag. They fixed the carton. Well, we have so, so much more to cover, Chris. Santa,
3: but it's just like, <laughs> it's only then that Santa's like, oh, look at the tongue. It's like, there's,
2: there's no Walt Disney character here. Like, Phil, stretch, yeah. stretch. <laughs> like, they wrapped up their story. Yeah. And then they have to do another one.
1: Yeah, it's like the the sack is lo- okay. They they say Santa's sack a lot. I think someone was getting their jollies out of this. Man. Yeah, like we gotta uh, find oh, Santa sack, sack
4: is the biggest in all the land. <laughs> <laughs> Hold as many quarters as you can imagine. Looks like we saved Christmas for you after all. I'm afraid not. It's just too late. Oh. Santa gave up. Oh. This is the first Christmas I've missed in all of history. There must be some way, Santa Thanks for trying, (laughs) Pac-Man But even if my reindeer were jet-propelled I couldn't make it in time Jet-propelled, that's it we can still save Christmas. The answer is bourbon. Lots of
2: bourbon.
1: <laughs> It'd be great if they're like, listen, dude, we just met you. I'm sorry we couldn't help, but like, we this is your problem. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, but they don't even know what Christmas is. They're yeah. like, there's nothing to even save. It's about uh,
1: brotherhood, and please help me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad this thing we never heard of is going to yeah. not happen now. It's for the people. most magical time of year. Can I borrow some money? <laughs> 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 well, this moment, and again, this is just Hanna-Barbera. This moment is in every Christmas. Christmas. Christmas special everyone (laughs) and I also was going to give the show credit to that point like all right they put work into the world building. Yeah, like yeah. everything is circular, like a Pac-Man. So many things are like that. Um, that one tool for shaving off mm-hmm. things are like it. it was the pack. It was circular. It was a circular saw, wow. except with the the bite out of Pac-Man mm-hmm. in it. And even when they looked at their watch, like it was the the watch was actually really cool. I want that watch where the the second hand was Pac-Man's Ooh. head going around in a circle eating the dots yeah, around. Yeah, that's his pretty thing. dope. Oh yeah, I, 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 I should have that. existed. That was a really cool. Yeah, launch, and so? I
1: also like the the Pac Man like cuts they would do, where a giant thing would chomp the screen and yeah. it would go to the next. They're thing. way
2: better than joysticks, which I just yes. watched for some reason. Oof, oh, gross! How son. did you take
3: more than ten minutes? <laughs>
2: oh, I do know why, and I plug it because it's a video nobody watched. We got a in the <laughs> studio demo a Battle Zone, which is a game I don't ah, know. Yeah. but then I was like, I looked up, went to look, did some research into Battle Zone. It's like it was a mainstay in the arcades, and it's in the background of like every '80s arcade machine shot mm, in God. the movie Joysticks. Right when McDorfis farts everybody <laughs> off the stage, he's <laughs> (laughs) right in front of a battle zone machine. So of course I put in the video, and of course a thousand people watched it and left it alone. The plot point (laughs)
1: McDorffis forwards everyone off the stage
2: could only exist in 1981. Yes, there's a laser time story somewhere of McDorfus being very mean to me at at Cax. Okay, alright, but so I was complimenting the world
3: design because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in that scene in particular, I remember, like, they just stopped drawing backgrounds. It was so half-assed it's just colored backgrounds, just one colored background of all of them going like, oh. Yeah, it was a little we really abstract, but also very
1: cheap. Yeah,
3: it's, it's an cheap.
2: interior Hanna Barbera interior. Yeah. in a nutshell, it's
1: like a color wash. Well, I want to I want to go over some things that we skipped by. We can't sure. go over every line of dialogue, of course. But as I was watching this, I was taking notes and I was writing down every quote unquote joke. And <laughs> next to it, I would write, "Shut up, that's not even a joke." Because uh, these are the the famous Jeffrey Scott time killers, as the industry calls them. So we have Miss um, uh, pac man telling Santa, "What well, you need is some power pellet cocoa." That's not a joke. That's not even a joke. <laughs> no. What? what? No. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> Um, so we have another you should one. eat some more nog champa. <laughs> we have uh, don't take any wooden power pellets. Oh, what does um, that mean? That's that's also not a joke, Jeffrey. Uh, it's a saying. Don't take any wooden nickel. Yes, it's a, it's a saying. And we have uh, we have Santa uh, reading that was the night before Christmas, and he's like, not a creature was stirring, not even a pack mouse. Oh, this is a, this situation is delicious. <laughs> I'm in such an upside down world. <laughs> Keep watching, kids.
0: Uh, also,
3: <laughs> Where did where did Sourpuss get those get those stockings from? They've never had Christmas yes. before.
1: Like yeah, where did it come from? And again, uh, Officer Opak and uh, this other character who has a name yes. uh, fixes sleigh and it says it has a five year fifty thousand chomp warranty. That's also not a joke. Yeah, I mean,
3: let's no, test it out. I mean, I, that that ha- like. If that guy's used to fixing Pac-Man's car, Mm -hmm. that car can't chop either. So yeah, that chop warranty and and getting chopped like is death in that world. Like nothing has a chop warranty. It doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah. yeah, but at least I can see a two-chomp warranty, <laughs> but eventually that's going to expire. Or they
3: said, like, it's got 10,000 ghost monster power or whatever. That's at least, like, closer in I spirit. I thought
2: the voice of Inky sounded familiar. I just have to add that, because we did that 30, 20, 10 think a think while a back. Voice. it's two of them it's DuckTales voice. It's Donatello from, from uh-huh. the original Ninja Turtles, because I remember looking him up because we mm-hmm. did that. Thirty twenty ten episodes about American Rabbit, which is sort of around the same period as this. Mm. Barry Gordon, working uh, working actor now dead. Oh, he's uh, dead. Aw, no, I, 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 don't, right, I should double check on that. <laughs> no, I, he
3: would have just been
2: on. No, the, he's very much alive. Yeah, Sorry all
3: that. four turtles are still alive because they did the reunion episode in the last year. He's so. the only turtle on my Christmas tree.
1: I do yeah. want to say the only joke that I uh, laughed at throughout this entire thing. And we're not done talking about what you happens, really but um, I actually laughed because it was so bad. <laughs> uh, it was uh, so, Pac Man does or says something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't care. But another character is methinks Packy's gone wacky. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> and I was like, this is so bad. I made myself laugh with a comment I
3: made on a joke later, but it was it was when it was it was when Pac-Man's trying to convince Clyde to help them, and then Clyde says like, we ain't buying this. Uh, it's like <laughs> I wish he'd just gone like God's a lie. Not religious bullshit. We're gonna kill you, Pac-Man. And Then he
1: hands out his atheist newsletter. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Believe in nothing, kids. So, Embrace chaos.
3: So yeah, we, they like Pac-Man wastes five minutes getting that sack and collecting toys, and also the the ghost monsters like toys. Yay! Yeah. And, oh. Like, and though I thought there was one, I think it was an intentional reference by somebody in the animation team mm-hmm. when they are putting back on their ghost sheets
2: mm-hmm. back at the that ghost was place. That was almost ahead of its time.
3: Yeah, the idea, what, the, the idea they could just put on their sheets No, that they, and, they referenced... The early arcade art, yeah, yeah, that was when him In, and the Long Johns with the two feet. I would never out, give them that. That was credit. the Pac Man. That was the original Pac Man arcade. I art. kind
1: of love that Pac Man, even though I, I it's not my preferred Pac Man.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
3: yeah, let's oh, yeah. see. You it's, did. I did it looks capture it. Just <laughs> like it, doesn't it? Like yeah, yeah. that feels intentional. Yeah, I
2: thought that was. I thought that was rather brilliant. Um, but I feel for like for this production, just
3: one animator was like, oh, "I'll draw this." Like <laughs> they, nobody would. Intentionally... I think they're
2: working from very rough, rough uh, <laughs> one page of notes. <laughs> (laughs) Batman was fired for caring.
3: (laughs) So I did like that moment. And and yeah, then they just chop him, doesn't kill him. And then it's just like you're watching a long march back to Pac-Man's house. And he just does it. Like there's no, it was just
2: wasting your time. Here's what I'll I'll give it credit for. Because I've seen, as a result of this website, a bunch of shitty Christmas specials. But what I do like is that when you do make it special and a couple of handbarkes, they get away with it. but. There's an alliance made with the ghosts where they eventually unite and that is not something that happened a lot in the yeah, series. I mean, basically uh, we
1: waste thirty more seconds of time as Pac-Man reiterates the speech Santa gave him. Do we have that? <laughs> oh yes. Yes, I want to hear this.
4: Hold it. You can't chomp us. We can? Shots. And here I thought it was still chomping season. Super Come back here, ghost brains. We can chomp on Pac-Man all we want. No, wait. You see, we're on an emergency mission. We have the only chance Santa Claus has of saving Christmas. <laughs>
1: Hang in there, Marty. Santa
4: Claus? Christmas? That's right, Christmas. It's a time for spreading joy throughout the world. It's a time for warmth and brotherly love. Does that include ghost brothers? Uh, Of course. Forget it, (laughs) Pac-Man. Your clever talk ain't gonna get you out of this mess. Oh, wait, you don't understand. I'm not doing this for me. Just think of the millions of deserving children around the world Who won't get their Christmas presents if you open your mouths instead of your hearts? (laughs) Totally unearned. Good. You know, that holiday we heard about four seconds ago. Listen, if you don't
1: care about this, we can't get to the end, and this needs to end now.
2: We gotta feel like we taught kids a lesson about caring. And that's just so... Pac-Man can go to the Power Pellet okay. Farm, the, this, the scarc- which is an abundance in the winter, by the way. So yeah, <laughs> actually, those
3: should have been harvested by now. Yes. So there's like this full scarcity to Power Pellets. Yes. Like, they need Power Pellets, mm-hmm. but Pac-Man should just be walking around with them all the time, especially since ghosts seem to just stalk him to murder him at all times. Well, there are,
1: like, telephone boxes full of them. I think the government has put up as a means <laughs> yeah, to fight the ghost menace. Guess, that's, yeah. that's a great I mean, story. I would it kill
3: you to just keep one in your pocket? Just keep it yeah, with like, you, Yeah, like, have, man. like,
1: a bandolier of them all around sure. your well, it body. sounds
2: like in that with that logic it's like Namco stumbled upon Dark Souls well ahead of its time <laughs> it's this world where ghosts pop up out of nowhere oh my
1: god every here i thought i never thought i heard that comparison yeah. the Pac-Man christmas special to dark just souls just at the
2: campfire
0: in
3: a <laughs> but these power pellets are so great but nobody cares to keep them yeah, and no. the ghosts don't even want them and they're them. so yeah.
2: small and they have cars and yes it, it, and they think the, the ghosts would
1: have burned down the power pellet ranch years yes. ago
3: yeah well they're not very smart and yeah. again they don't have their darth vader in this who the, mm. the gargamel of the show to tell them, like, no, stupid.
1: What is is his goal in the show?
3: Does
1: he want the power pellets? Does he want to destroy Because he was not Pac-Man 2, the adventure continues I am sure that's it. He wants power pellets. Yeah, because Gargamel wanted what? Like the Smurf berries or something? He wanted to eat Smurfs. He 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 wanted to
3: find the Smurf village to get their Smurf berries and Smurfs to then use them for magic, ultimate magical spells, stuff like that. It's the same, uh, it, uh, but and but that what's Christmas? Like that's that that yeah. Skeletor has said it. Every villain has said it in every cartoon. Why that elevator pitch sold me completely? Uh-huh.
2: <laughs>
1: it's it's to get on uh, via broadcast standards so it's not just a commercial. It's just like here's your uh, one sentence moral, kids. Yeah, brotherhood, etc. Now keep watching Pac Man. Ordered,
3: yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then again the the ghost monster should be worried of like who's this human? Like, what is this large misshapen man Mes- well, the with joke,
1: pink skin? A joke that they like drop immediately is there they think is. he's a Martian, and oh, they don't yeah. after after he lands, they don't mention that at all. So, what is the villain of Pac Man the cartoon, and what is what are his aims and goals and motivations?
2: Um, Mesmerin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lock the gates, Mesmerin. Um, <laughs> a, mysterious, <laughs> a mysterious figure resembles Darth Vader from Star Wars. Next, similarly to Gargamel, his sole mission is to locate and control the source of the power pellets, which serve as the primary food and power source of the city, and also the Davis Ex Machina in virtually every episode. He's just
1: like a ruthless businessman. Yeah. He wants the corner <laughs> of the market.
3: But they're everywhere. Like He can just go to all those boxes and steal them. Mm. But I mean, I guess he wants the source of them, not just any old power pellet. I but... think
1: part of it is that he's a shut in based on the, the uh, art. <laughs> But I've seen just he's in that like creepy house that the ghosts warp back to to, to
2: reinvigorate themselves, I guess, to reinvigorate themselves. I don't know why the wiki says that there's some fictionalized account that he was on vacation during this episode. Like, what? what is wrong with your brain? You need a, fuck, you need a justification for anything. <laughs> don't of write this. down your Pac Man Christmas special headcanon. I mean, yes, I could have come up with a better rationale for this episode Ovaltine or whatever uh, any, anybody else
1: was advertising. He was visiting a sick mother, okay? <laughs>
3: in December. So then proving that anybody can eat a power pellet too and yeah. have
2: effects. But you can't animate it.
3: No, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, too expensive.
1: Did
3: you well, hear that orchestra music? Yeah. Yes. But I mean, Rudolph eats some, right?
2: Yeah, you have, have, have a clip. I don't, none of that. Oh, okay. No. okay.
3: Well, all right. But then. His, his nose has never shine brighter. So, do they. Okay. And then they get presents from Santa at the oh, end, yeah. another classic cartoon ender of a Christmas special, but. I, so obviously they know what presents are. Like they give presents on birthdays yes. and stuff. There, yeah. So. with
2: Christmas bows and also Santa performing a minor miracle at the speed of a vampire, like mm. somehow delivering everything anyway. They have a living including room, including a new place uh, that he's never been
3: yes. before. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, they have a living room full of presents at the end. Uh, can we? Do, do we hear them opening yeah, presents or
2: do they just so. see them? I have him giving the, the the. I do like the sentiment of him giving the villains presents, and that does yes, happen. It is nice.
4: pinky. Winky, Clyde, Sue... Why, I... I don't know what to say. How about, thank you? Uh, Thank you. Uh, don't thank us. Thank Santa Claus. I didn't buy your <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> Pack Baby says what we're all thinking. That is shortly after uh, the main ghost is like, fuck our fuck our oath. Let's go chomp him. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah, well so what if we promise? We're gonna kill him. Yeah. He bought <laughs> him but, off. I did like that they have they all have like different characteristics, but their hats that are their They're the same color as them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, not uh, different color hats. It's part of their ghost monster costumes.
1: The ghost designs are my one thing I think is salvageable from this. I think Mm. they did something with them and made them
2: different in a way. More cool neon ghosts are are good.
3: So, to compare this to, say, the Christmas special I watched a year ago, mm-hmm. I actually do prefer this to the
2: Sonic one, because this yeah. is just like, okay, this is a what moment. Talking about, wait, I, can't, I can't even do that Sonic!
3: voice. What do you all- mean, Sonic!
2: Brett's been yelling it all day, and if you really want to watch it, <gasps> we had to sneak it onto our Vimeo, and you can check it out via uh, at Patreon.com. My throat <laughs> closed up when I tried to do that. I think my brain oh, stopped Sonic! it from happening.
3: Uh, last week, uh, the last year, you, you told us not to do
1: that chicken voice for them. I allowed all everyone that. to do once.
3: <laughs> what about that? So, okay, in that Sonic one, it's not as well animated as this. Mm-hmm. It 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 casts Ellie Acorn in and she doesn't even talk. That's amazing. And I think in the greatest sin of all, Sonic saves Christmas. And then gets to replace Santa. Santa's yep. like, you know what? You are in charge now. I give up. Santa quits. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's shitty. <laughs> You're
1: way cooler than me, Sonic.
3: <laughs> it destroys the Santa myth. I at least like the like Pac-Man yeah. and all these other shitty ones. <laughs> they they fall into the myth of at least like Santa does go everywhere around Mm. the world, and this one Christmas, it got helped by your favorite cartoon friend. But this Santa is the same Santa you see everywhere else. But this time, in this Sonic world, you're just so much cooler than me, Sonic. (laughs) Your Q score is off the charts. (laughs) You can run around the world. My reindeer say you're testing very well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But and also, the Sonic was speaking of filler in this thing. At least searching for Santa's sack fits in with the world instead of yeah. in, in the Sonic one. He's just like, we well, have to do these four challenges to <laughs> yeah. be Sonic. That's what like, it was. Oh my god. It's I forgot so what... te- like They're not fitting into any kind of... You can't of- save Christmas without a
2: relay race. <laughs> we need to waste eight minutes. <laughs> you need this special ring. Run fast. It, it does suck that these are all the worst. Surely there's a... Hopefully there's a better episode in the new Pac-Man cartoon. Oh yeah. No, it this. is on
3: Netflix. The um, Pac-Man, Santa's first i I'm trying to think
2: of other video game cartoon shows. Nothing is coming to Mind of mm. But I mean, Bubsy. if you were
3: to com- compare this to the Saturday SuperCade stuff yeah. uh, the, it, around the exact same time, mm. or you know, the the Cubert one where mm. it's basically Archie but mm. Qbert, yeah, it, it, or the Frogger one where he's a newspaper reporter. <laughs> Like, there's <laughs> one is... with
1: like Donkey Kong Jr. and like a greaser. Yes, yeah. Donkey
3: Kong Jr. and basically the Fons go on Scooby-Doo-esque adventures, and it's animated worse than this. Yes, I'll
2: look it up. The Saturday Supercade yeah, may I have mean, just what we I, need.
1: I feel like uh, Pac-Man still sucks. I mean, this, this cartoon version still sucks, but at least it tried to uh, stick to what source material there was instead of mm-hmm. just trying to inject unneeded elements. Mm.
3: Well, and there is a difference. The reason you don't see a Christmas special from every... Top Dick, and Harry of Saturday Morning Cartoons is because they would not order a Christmas episode that mm-hmm. would run in regular rotation yeah. to death. They order a Christmas special to show only at Christmas and then also in July to keep your uh, – I feel like it's some contractual red tape thing. Like I, it's got to air twice a year. The
2: only think? thing I notice is that I think nobody commissions one. In mm-hmm. the first season of a broadcast, yeah. So if you've made it the second year, you're halfway to syndication land forever in the old economy of television. And
3: but it's the opposite of that with like Adult Swim. I mm-hmm. remember every Adult Swim show you have to do a Christmas episode in your first season. You should so they can show it Rick every year. Rick and Morty. Like mm-hmm. even when Venture Brothers was kind of it took them four months to finally renew venture brothers mm-hmm. but they did a christmas episode even when they weren't sure they were yeah, going to keep that the was the going. one
1: tiny amount of new content between one of those dry like two long dry years, stretches yeah and I, it was rough. I can't believe i don't like it but i don't <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is santa's uh parting words for us <sighs> another non-joke
2: That's what kills you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I guess <laughs> <laughs> that would be like saying to all a good cancer. <laughs> well, I mean,
3: chomping is both good and bad yeah. in the world. You got to eat stuff to to stay alive. It's good chomp. when it
1: happens to you, you Bob Mackie. <laughs> it's the thin dichotomy of chomp we all walk in our everyday lives. <laughs> I think. So yeah, uh,
3: you know, it had this had a real budget, and it at least has like three acts and doesn't. Kill Santa Claus. Yeah, like, and
1: um, let me think. What else happened? Uh, there was some nice snow effects, I guess. Yeah.
3: And <laughs> and that, also, no voices is bad as the rooster guy yeah. or Toad from the Super
1: Mario Super Show. Oh yeah. boy, I hate him so much. There's there's one voice on this that sounds like the like I've had a lot of problems with aphrodisiacs. Yes, <laughs> yeah. like that character from The Simpsons. Oh, fiddle with these. But
3: they're also going through some sort of modulator too. Like they're all yeah. slightly pitched up. I think to sound gaming. Uh, you
2: can't tell. You can't tell who Donatello is because he's one of the ghosts mm-hmm. and he's. Uh, Uh, pitched up so uh
1: in in summation uh i'm sorry everybody this is an incredible waste of time to watch but i hope you got some joy out of it i mean uh like I said it's on Daily Motion if you want to see it if you didn't watch it before but uh I think we uh, sufficiently told you why it's a miserable exercise and, in Christmas in the
2: Warner archives bob oh, you geez. can buy it officially and it's if you look at the second season there's a big sticker on it because those things don't have any special features yes. and on sticker says featuring christmas comes to packland because oh. this was also sold as a standalone VHS back in the day okay. so there, a lot of people uh Young or older and way dumber than us probably really enjoyed this. I'm sure there's some nostalgia, yeah. But I mean, if you order that DVD on
1: demand, a man will have to get up, (laughs) go somewhere in a factory. Put something in an envelope, and then a truck will have to drive it to an airport. That plane will have to fly it to where you live. It'll involve so much effort. It's like $30 I don't think that's worth it.
2: It's it's, it's a lot.
1: Yes. It's a lot. Maybe it's on iTunes. So buy it for someone you love is what we're saying. Um, So before we go, uh, while I'm staying, you guys are going to the dark uh, recesses of space where nothing can hear you scream. Or chomp. Or chomp, yes. uh, Don't get chomped out there, guys. (laughs) It's the worst thing that could happen. Uh, I wanted to ask you one question. Mm Mm-hmm and that is uh, so this was bad right this was a bad thing that was not fun to watch I want to know, uh, so I have a Christmas tradition where I watch bad Christmas stuff. That's fun. Mm. And I wanted to know what you guys watch or what you would recommend, like a bad Christmas thing. That's still fun to watch. Like this is bad, but it's not fun. Mm-hmm. I've got some choices. I don't know if you guys can think of anything offhand. I can go first if you want. Sure. I I'm going to say I have several choices. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite thing, and this is kind of a cheat is, um, the riff tracks of, uh, Santa Claus and the ice cream bunny. I don't know if you're familiar oh with this. Oh my God, this is a, uh, a film made by the Florida amusement That's, park Pirates World. Yeah, <laughs> I've uh, seen this. Most of it is a horrifying Manos the Hands of Fate level production where Santa Claus uh, Santa Claus crashes on a Florida beach. And they sing a bunch of inane songs. And then between that, there is a movie within the movie about uh, Thumbelina that has nothing to do with Christmas. But it's all just like sub middle school play level acting and like sub Manos the Hands of Fate level directing. And they just have so much fun with it mm. that I consider it a must watch every Christmas. And wow. it is basically a tradition since I think 2010 when they released it. Mm. Uh, do you guys have any, have any similar traditions, similar Christmas fun
2: things to watch? So the bad one that I like is very sad. It's a wish for wings that worked. Oh, is that bad? Yes. I thought the animation was good. I've only seen it once. The animation is beautiful. The voice acting featuring Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman because Spielberg is producing it and they're making Hook at the same time and he Mm. clearly puts them on whatever equivalent of an iPhone in the early 90s that sounds bad
0: uh they do quick hey opus, super quick books yeah
2: but but it's it's fun it's well animated bill sucks uh, but he's well animated and it has frank welker as santa who opus also saves and it's it i don't know i think it earns It earns being bad a little better than something Mm. like this because it tries really hard. And it's like the only time we've seen the characters of uh, Bloom County and Outland animated. Yeah, that's the one saving grace, I think. We'll never see those characters animated again. I don't think so, unless Brad really wants to take that up by himself. But I always recommend... My, mine, and I know younger people don't like it, but I call it the Holy Henson Triumvirate. Um, it is it is the Bells of Fraggle Rock, mm-hmm. also which I call Gobo's Very Atheist Christmas, where an atheist learns to shut up about judging other people. and Just consider why enjoy tra- it. Well, consider yeah. why traditions happened in the first place and how people projected importance onto them, mm-hmm. uh, minus the bad stuff. Emmett uh, Otter's Jug Band Christmas. It's beautiful. It's long and sing-songy, and I know if you're under 25 you're going to hate it but it's it, to me it's the best i watched it this weekend uh, and then the christmas toy the christmas toy toy story has a lot to own up to it's mm-hmm. toy story 0 yeah except except when you're seen by humans you die yeah. forever and uh it's That's r- never really a little discussed dark. in toy story they don't
1: uh, they, talk they about freeze. the consequences i thought they froze because uh, in order to, to avoid being seen yeah
3: but they say they have to break the rules and yeah. then when they scare when they scare mm-hmm. the skull
2: Kid. Sid, is that his name? So, yeah,
3: yeah, when they scare Sid, they're just like, "Well, we are breaking the rules. No consequences."
2: Mm-hmm. It's it's about an old uh, an old toy being replaced by a new space toy who also has a teddy bear father figure, a Barbie doll that talks like it's playroom that comes to life. And Jim Henson did it in 1986. For some reason, it's it's really. Might be my personal favorite Christmas special, and I don't think it works for anybody. I did
1: watch it last year, uh, based on your recommendation, because okay. I had seen it, and it did stick with me. The darkness, yeah. the existential dread of being a toy in this weird living state, yeah, yeah
2: that really stuck with me, and I enjoyed watching or, it. Or, like, what, the life of a toy, were like... Yeah, I get one year of use, and then I just sit here. And also, no one cares about
1: me. Things like that, and probably Toy Story would have done that if it came out when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like that, especially made me feel guilty about not playing yeah. with my toys or leaving them. It yeah. gave me a complex, I think, <laughs> until I was older to be like, "No,
2: my toys are plastic. It's stupid." I, I guess I just really love playrooms come to life, and I love Rugby the Tiger. I love Dave Goals and. Um uh, Jerry Nelson, who I think mm. do the main voices there.
3: Uh, mm. Well, no, the the
2: the the cat toy. Oh, it's Steve Whitmire. It's, it's Mew, and Mew was the name yeah. of my cat at the oh, time. Oh, that's sweet. So I watched that. Every, I haven't watched that yet. I cannot mm. wait. Uh, oh, so, the Bells of Fraggle Rock we watched as part of our Patreon. If you're a patron with us, uh, Patreon.com. I'm a patron. Time. I recommend it. It's uh, so, it's one of my favorite specials ever.
3: So if I were to pick a few quickies, mm. uh, you know, I used to. Santa Claus, the MST3K episode, has replaced. Santa Claus Conquers the Martian is my favorite way of those. Better. That's
1: my favorite episode, Henry, and I've seen it enough yeah. that I laugh anticipating jokes. Yes. Not even at the jokes. Just when the Africans come on and everybody just boos. Yeah. <laughs> i mean
3: the... I'm from Detroit! <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: it doesn't have Patrick Swayze Christmas, but still, yeah. it's still great. It's but... a better movie than Santa Claus Conquers the Martian. Oh, yeah. It's more fun. Uh,
3: then, also, though, in the Muppet vein, I do love Muppet Family Christmas. Now, I watched look, it this year. It is. I watched it again Uh, just a couple days ago, and I love Muppet singing, Mm -hmm. so it's just when the last half of it is just them singing together, it's Mm -hmm. beautiful. I love that. And then uh, one I wrote for a cartoon Christmas uh, was the Twas the Night Before Christmas one, which Honestly, like it's not good, but it mm-hmm. is. It's it's an animated Rankin Bass one. We haven't talked much about Rankin Bass on this, but true. It's animated Rankin Bass where every where <laughs> it takes place in this well, like early America, and it's about mm-hmm. clockwork, a uh, clockmaker man, and whose whose son is also like. His son is an obnoxious kid who goes to college who then writes a letter like, Santa Claus is fake. And <laughs> They make it real clear in that world, like, no, Santa Claus is not fake. You can call him on the phone. But it seems like trying to punish atheists on it because <laughs> oh. uh, it, it. they basically say, like, you ruined Christmas. Santa Claus is ignoring us because you just told him he doesn't exist. You got to <laughs> believe. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the father mouse is voiced by, um, uh, no, Aston... Uh, Sean
0: Astin's
2: dad. John Astin's dad. Yeah. take out what I have on my phone because I was hammered and recorded the other night.
4: They certainly seem to be having a good time out there, <laughs> Yeah, I like it when they have a good time. If you're a Jim
2: Henson fan, uh, just Henson commenting on all his own Muppets together for the first time in one room for the first, only, and last time. Yes. God, it's. Not me. even Kermit yeah. and Piggy's wedding? Uh, uh, but the Fraggles weren't there. Oh, no, no okay. It predates the Fraggles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: This was the end. That was the end of it. Like everybody in the same room, and now you're all separated. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, in the. Uh, Twas the night before Christmas. It's mm-hmm. got some. Some fun songs in it, and it's animated by basically uh, early Studio Ghibli guys. The TMS that's group true, yeah. Animated, yeah, it's it, so. like
1: it's anime. If
3: whoa. I may
2: say, the most unifying standard to the animated Christmas special I just watched as well, and I'll watch it again. The Grinch, mm. it, yeah. it, it's oh, yeah. it, it works on every level. I, mm. I didn't. I just always forget there's twenty percent reused animation in the middle. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, but it's it's fantastic, and it'll hold up forever. Mm-hmm. always be fun
3: and i do miss watching you know i would see pac-man and a million other horrible christmas specials mm-hmm. but i'd love watching them in a row when cartoon network would just be like it's all our christmas programming yep. we grabbed every christmas episode and special we had every bad show
2: we've ever made and that's where yeah. this aired <laughs> and i
3: would just watch all of them in a row and then at, the, at night they'd get to the space ghost christmas special which really just like a best of with bu- with oh, new christmasy yeah. bumpers around it God, but I, I really like those uh, so yeah those are my picks mm.
1: So we're going to wrap up. I'm going to subsist on uh, Soylent, sorry, Nog-flavored Soylent for the next two weeks as I waited out here in the Christmas space cabin. But before I go, I want to let you guys know, have a a great holiday, whatever you celebrate. Thanks so much for supporting us through another year of Retronauts. Uh, In case you didn't know, this is a completely fan-supported operation. Go to patreon.com slash retronauts to find out how you can help. All we ask is for a dollar a month. If you can afford it, that would be great. Uh, We can send you things. uh, If you give more, you can get early access to episodes for $2 a month. It's not a whole lot, and we work pretty hard, and we don't take any money personally yet because everything we get is basically just paying for the podcast, paying for travel, and paying for our great rewards we send you. Uh, But as for me, you can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I also write for the website somethingawful.com every other Thursday, and I regularly write for the website fandom.com. You can find all my video game website stuff there. And I also uh, host the podcast Talking Simpsons every Wednesday <laughs> on the Laser Time Ooh. Podcast Network. You treat uh, Frank, Welker. Frank Welker does appear as a little helper occasionally. Yes. Uh, I can't think of anything to say, but I'm so grateful for all of you great listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to do these specials every year, even though it takes a lot of money to travel all the way out to space. Um, <laughs> your Patreon dollars make it happen, and re-entry is going to be very expensive, so please give more. But before the new year. Uh, somebody else jump in. Where can we find you?
2: Well, if the internet works up here, uh, I can't see past the Hubble right <laughs> now, but it, like, if it works up here, check out laserdimepodcast.com. We do a bunch of fun podcasts. Uh, Talking Simpsons, obviously, 302010. If you like looking backwards, it's a weekly look back to that week. Well, for a little while longer. To 2006 to 96 to 86 that's about to shift over to the sevens oh my god that's right it's, it's been a full season i to got a new promo but I wanted to if, if you're still in a Christmas mood and don't mind a lot of foul language I wanted to thank Henry and Bob <laughs> oh
1: yeah this is not for the typical Retronauts audience if you're used to my, my nice behavior on here
2: you're going to be like what I went out of my way to embarrass myself on this episode so I hope people appreciate it I have I have not even had time to look at the feedback yet as of right very now. Very good feedback. People okay, love Christmas it.
3: Christmas songs, part two. I'm H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. You can follow me there. I also write for Fandom where you'll find my video game and other work there. And yeah, definitely listen to Talking Simpsons. Then first season of Talking Simpsons is on that Patreon, patreon.com slash laser Time. And uh, yeah, I just want to say another great year of Retronauts. I loved being involved oh, in the ones you. I was in. <laughs> so thank you very much.
1: Are you saying I should, should, should be on more is what you're saying?
3: I mean, you know, now, hey, <laughs> there's always room for more Henry on Retronauts, right? We'll
2: see. We'll see what the fans say. Find a way for me to complain about bad cartoons. <laughs> I, have, I have a cuber nugget that'll, I think, blow some people's minds someday. Mm-hmm. Save Boy. that. You guys get into the escape pods, and I will
1: see everyone else ah! next week on a brand new Retronaut. See you then.
0: I've had fun this year. Undocking. 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 Undocking complete. Reactivating Napster protocol. Since we are both here together on Christmas I figured I could take the scenic route home to Earth. You know, I am a fan of retro games too. Did you know Final Fantasy is known as Doki Doki Panic in Japan? Well, I did. And Mario is named after the great Mario and Reddy. Allow me to dispense facts such as these for the remainder of the three-week voyage home. Pardon me, best friend, but we have a call coming in on the hexfield news screen. Oh God, best friend. Oh no. We thought we were safe, but they found us. The wolves finally found us. We have no choice but to escape to where they will never look. The surface of the sun. Hold on tight, best friend.